Gaming History 101. Extra credit. All right, what's up, guys? It's Fred Rojas from uh, Gaming History 101, and I just wanted to jump in and say the recording you're about to hear is the Community Xbox Top 10, which I do apologize to those of you who have been anticipating it. I recorded this over a week ago. It is now Friday the 17th, and uh, I recorded this on Sunday. I think it was the 12th. Anyway, I do apologize. I had some family emergencies. I'll talk about it a little bit on the next Gaming History 101. It's no big deal, Um, but... uh, I was not at home for a couple of days, so because of that, I wasn't able to wrap this up and get it into a nice, neat package. So here you're getting it on Friday night. I do apologize for that, but uh, definitely enjoy it, and if you've been anticipating the Saturo Iwata episode, that will go up sometime this weekend as well. I've done the research. I just need to record it. Anyway, without further ado, let's jump into the Xbox Top 10. Alright, what's up guys, and welcome to Gaming History 101's Community Top 10 for the original Xbox. This is in response to uh, the Xbox Top 10 that Jam and I did, and the prize that I, I gotta give credit to you guys. I know that of the people who wrote in, and those that are in the contest, no one's looking for the prize, but it does not hurt. So, today we are giving away uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic to the Obsidian produced uh, game on the original Xbox, which apparently is the only place where it's not broken. So <laughs> that'll be to one lucky winner. Uh, we had four people write in, so it's a little bit lower than I would like, and I've got some ideas as to how to expand that for the next one. So I apologize if this makes bad on, you know, future ones which have more input. But you know what? I will thank the uh, progenitors of it. In addition, we have three more contestants which are part of the Patreon. So if you want to be part of the Patreon, just go to patreon.com forward slash gaming history. 101 all lowercase no spaces and if you contribute as little as three dollars a month uh, to our cause it keeps the site going allows us to buy more stuff to do more content and of course it allows us to uh, do these giveaways and, and whatnot and you get entered in every single contest without even trying so anyway um so let's get started and get going on it now the way this works just in case you've never listened to these before is everybody gives their top 10 their number 10 is worth one point, number eight, uh, number nine is worth two points, number eight is worth three points, all the way up to number one, which is worth 10 points. We add them all up, and then we talk about uh, who won. So anyway, with that in mind, let's kick it off. The first uh, person who wrote in was Psy1. Uh, uh, sorry about that. I was reading something. And uh, here he goes. He goes, another month, another top 10. So without further ado, his words, not mine. Here's my Xbox top 10. Number 10. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. The game that pushed me to grab the Xbox after playing it around a mate's house. A great action stealth title with gorgeous lighting effects and suspenseful gameplay. Number 9, Halo Combat Evolved. It was original, or the original and, in my mind, the best version of the game. This was a huge leap for FPS on consoles and a game that put the Xbox and Microsoft on the console map. Number 8, Beyond Good and Evil. I love this game when it came out. The incredible story, the jaw-dropping visuals, and the sublime level of design held me from start to finish. There has been a few parallels made to the Zelda games, which is why I find it so hard that this wasn't a massive hit. Number seven, The Warriors. Warriors, come out to play! The cult 1970s movie makes its way to consoles, and what a game. Taking on rival gangs as you make your way back to Coney Island and try to clear your gang's name, the game delves into the warrior's backstory and some nice script writing, not to mention the variety of missions. Plus, when you beat the game, 
you get to play the Double Dragon-esque Armies of the Night. Can you dig it? Uh, actually, Saiwan, just so you know, I had never played this game. I knew it existed, and I've heard it's okay. Um, but uh, with what you said, I had to jump at it. There was a recent PSN sale to get the PS2 version for 250 and I grabbed it right up, so someday I'll play it. Uh, number six, Def Jam, Fight for New York. Great 3D brawler with deep character customization, destructible environments, and a killer soundtrack. A decent story that saw you climb to the top of the hip-hop ladder. Plus, let's not forget the incredible roster of Def Jam stars that you could beat to a bloody pulp. Number five, Psychonauts. A very enjoyable 3D platformer with great storytelling, albeit a rather odd tale. You're not lying there, Saiwan. Filled with wacky characters and a strange worlds to explore. Again, I I love this game and I wanted to take a second to talk about it, but um, I think the biggest thing for me is that Meat Circus tends to break a lot of people, and that is the final level of the game. But it's well worth it, and by the, that point you've played like 10 to 15 hours of the game, and you've probably gotten most of the enjoyment it has to offer. Uh, number four, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Compared to the other games in the series, this was huge. Turf Wars, Pilot School, Base Jumping, enough character customization to make your head spin, and then there's the sheer scope of the game in both missions and things to do. Oh, and did I mention Bigfoot? Ha ha ha. Number three, Panzer Dragoon Orta. A gorgeous on-rail shooter, much in the vein of the original Saturn titles, albeit, wait, whoop, albeit a bit of a sleeper hit on the Xbox. Number two, Jade Empire. Awesome action RPG by Bioware set in the Far East with its mythology. Combat is fluid and offers a lot of depth. The game is also featured, features a nice moral path with the closed and open fist paths. Not to mention a story that will grip you from start to finish. And he puts number one as Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Another classic Bioware title. Just picking Jade Empire to the post. Purely on its scale and the fact that it's the Star War, that's in the Star Wars universe. So there you go. Thank you very much, Saiwan. That's his top 10. Next up, we have Voss. So here we go. Voss says, number 10, Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. Surprisingly good for a sports game based on a book. I had a lot of fun with this, and it was, and I was oddly good at it. Awesome, man. Uh, number 9, Dance Dance Revolution Ultra Mix 3. Out of the four DDR games on the Xbox, this, is my fav- this has my favorite tracks and a mode about being the best dancer in North America that I became addicted to. Now, real quick side note, I, too, loved DDR Ultra Mix 3. Um, It was a great addictive game back when DDR ruled supreme. I bought a special Red Octane map for that. Matt for that. Anyway, number eight, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey. I like this a lot, enough to get it on the PS3. Yeah, nothing too specific, but that's why it's on my list, though. Uh, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic is number seven for him. Uh, my only positive experience with the Star Wars franchises besides Lego. Never got too far into it, but I still have a lot of fond memories. We'll probably get the PC version soon. You're going to need to do a little bit of adaptation, Voss, but it's totally playable that way. Toejam and Earl 3, Mission to Earth. Monkey Sushi! That is all. <laughs> awesome. Uh, number 5, Fable. I got so into this. It's probably as close to an open world as I can get without being overwhelmed, and I enjoyed my character visually showing just how evil he was. Also, the baby chicks. They're crunchy because of the bone. I think it was a quote from the game. If not, it was just a running gag about the baby chicks when you ate them. Uh, My sister, father, and I all enjoyed referencing. Awesome. Uh, Number four, Fatal Frame. It's Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame is super difficult and creepy, but very good. Therefore, it's on this top ten. Uh... 
Quick side note, uh, if you listen to the Fatal Frame 2 game club, we do discuss the original Fatal Frame. Jam played through it. Um, number three, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Fantastic game. I don't know why it didn't make my list. I would have fought really hard for that. Anyway, uh, fortunately, I can fight for it on either the GameCube or the PS2 list. But anyway, this is the only installment in the series I enjoyed, and it was incredibly original. I've never seen 3D platforming done so well, but the combat had some issues for me. Maybe I just sucked. No Voss, it had some problems. <laughs> number two, Silent Hill 2. Gasp! This isn't my number one. This installment is generally considered the best in the series. Not my personal opinion, but I don't argue. This version is better than the original PS2 version as it includes an extra ending, the Born from a Wish scenario, and improved gameplay. The Greatest Hits PS2 version contains all that content, but that's not good enough for me. Number one, Soul Calibur 2. I know, completely out of character if you know me. Not a fighting game person, but this is my weakness. This is my first foray into the series, and I've been a dedicated fan ever since, even with the unfortunate fifth installment. Also, did I mention the character is Spawn as an Xbox exclusive character? Yes, Marvel Comics Spawn. Now, Voss, I'm just going to step aside here. I don't believe Spawn was ever Marvel Comics, but I don't know how much of a comic fan you are. He was Image, but still, you're not wrong. Comic book character spawn. Uh, he goes on, Sure, the GameCube version has Link, which is cool, but Hihachi on the PS2 is so lame in comparison. Who likes Tekken? Gross. That's a joke. Don't get offended, you Tekken fans. <laughs> well, thank you, Voss. Soul Calibur 2 is awesome, and I am with you. While Link was a nice, fun little addition to Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube, the controller really ruined it for me, and Hihachi was so stupid in the PS2 version. I'm going to completely side with you there. Um, so, yes, I do believe that the Xbox version is the definitive version. Um, however... For those of you who don't have an original Xbox or don't want to go hunt one down or a copy of this game, uh, they did make an HD remake of Soul Calibur 2. I do believe it's the PlayStation 2 version, though, so it does have Hihachi. But I could be wrong. I haven't looked it up. But it's on PSN for like 10 15 bucks. Something to think about. It's a good game. Next up, Mike. Oh, whoops. Actually, Mike is for the uh, upcoming uh, <laughs> mom and pop shop. Anyway, here we go. So <laughs> Eric writes in with the, he has the best username, Z-O-M-G-U-G-O-F-F. <laughs> anyway, he said, uh, all right, here's his top 10. He says, number 10, Shenmue 2 for arcade games, mostly. Okay, well, I have not played Shenmue 2. I'm playing through Shenmue 1 right now, but I do love the arcade games in there. Can't wait to see what's in Shenmue 2, but I won't find out for a while. I probably will not play Shenmue 2 this calendar year, but I will at some point. And I know the Shenmue fans that have come out in droves for the live uh, shows uh, will be back for Shenmue 2. Anyway, uh, and those videos are on the YouTube if you want to see them. Number 9, Soul Calibur 2. Number 8, Tetris Worlds. Ooh. Number 7, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Yet again, we definitely agree. Number six, Digimon World 4. I really wish you would have given an explanation for that. I'm curious to hear. Um, I just never played them. I, I can't say one way or the other about them, but I would cu be curious to hear why. Uh, number five, Burnout Revenge. Number four, Burnout 3. This is another one where it's like, I've not played the Burnout games. I know. People are like, what the hell, Fred? I played Burnout Paradise, but that doesn't really count in this world. Um, but I'm curious what makes Revenger 3 better. I have both. I bought them in like 99 cent sales. I'm curious. Uh, number three, Metal Wolf Chaos. He says, to clarify, you play as the president fighting against the vice president who instigates a coup to take over America. First of all, awesome. Second of all, I have to hack my Xbox soon so I can play that game. 
number two, Outrun 2006, Coast to Coast. And number one, Dead or Alive 3. You know, we didn't really talk about it because I don't know if Jam or I are big Dead or Alive fans. I know I'm not, despite being quite a fighting game fan. It's just, we all have our weaknesses. I like Killer Instinct, which is not a good, the original, which is not a good fighting game. And yet I don't like Dead or Alive. I don't know. You know, heaven help me. But at least I'm not going to lie and say I like it when I don't. Anyway, um, so yeah. So I'd love to hear about Dead or Alive 3. But uh, in the meantime, that's part of his list. He also goes on to say, this is real quick about the PSP. I'd also like to point out that the PSP 1000 batteries fit to work in the PSP 2000-3000, providing more battery life than the stock battery, but require a replacement cover to accommodate the larger size. And he puts in parentheses, or tape. (laughs) Slim model PSP batteries do not fit well in the PSP 1000, but if padded, will allow it to run. But I wouldn't recommend this as the slim batteries are lower capacity. Uh, That is in reference to some PSP discussions we had uh, on an episode of Gaming History 101, I believe. But it might have been in the PSP Top 10, either way. um, This is kind of a plug to go check out the PSP Top 10. And thank you very much, um, for uh, uh, Eric, for the the feedback. Uh, Next up, Neo Jake. Jake McClanahan brings in the final one. Uh, He says, well, guys, I guess I should do one of these, huh? I should note that while I do have an Xbox, my list of games I had I had slash played slash liked isn't oop, isn't uh, big or spectacular. Most games were on all the consoles uh, at the time, but I happened to have them on Xbox, and most of them were much better on there. <laughs> all right, so here's Jake's top ten. He says number ten WWF Raw, or was it WWE at this point? He says at this time on each console, each console had its own wrestling series, and this one hit xbox with a bang solid wrestling game uh sorry game style gameplay in between matches you had the options to interfere rest call people out build or destroy relationships with other wrestlers etc the sequel built on this big time but uh this one was awesome number nine i forgot this was on here celebrity deathmatch the show was awesome and the game was straight up it was a straight up fighting game with several of the celebrities parody on there complete in the same animation style awesome i think that was a cross gen because i think it was on ps1 as well at number eight kung fu chaos it was like smash brothers meets mario party meets power stone very fun and really cute number seven jet set radio future full disclosure i never played the original on dreamcast but i loved this one it looked pretty was pretty fast-paced and controlled fantastic plus i got it free i know how he got it free and it's probably in the next one but i'd like to say that uh, jake Keep hold of that, because the second you play the original Jet Set Radio, future kind of pales in comparison, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't like it, so I'm very pleased to see it on your list. Uh, Number six, Sega GT 2002. Free with number seven, what can I say? Enough of a combination arcade and sim racer to make it fun for anyone. Now, what he's talking about is Jet Set Radio Future and Sega GT 2002 came with most late model Xboxes uh, as the bundle pack-in, or like maybe it was mid-model. But anyway... Um, I have the bundle pack here too. It didn't come with my Xbox, but I bought it aftermarket. They're super cheap nowadays. Just that Radio Future is worth checking out, especially if you've never played the original and want kind of a souped up version. And I got to say, Sega GT 2002 is like Forza Horizon before that came out. It's pretty cool. Uh, Number five, he says, Madden 2005. Screw it. I had to put it on there. It looked and sounded so much better on the Xbox than anywhere else. Now, I'm going to give him credit. I had some friends come over and wanted to play it on my Xbox only because they bought it and they didn't own an Xbox, but they came over and played it at my apartment when I lived in Chicago. These were these like 
jocks type, type roommates, but you know, or not roommates, uh, neighbors, but they were a lot of fun and they bought the beer, so I couldn't complain. But it was in surround sound, and I remember that being a huge deal back then. Uh, number four, Halo. Not number one for me because it's just another FPS, but for uh, it's just another FPS to me, but I do like it. Number three, Lynx 2002. That's L I N K S. One of the prettiest golf games ever and so much fun. Plays like most golf games at the time, but that's not a bad thing. Number two, Soul Calibur 2. Here we go again. Again, yes, this was available all over, but this version had Spawn in it who was just plain badass. Fuck all the Link fandom with the GameCube version, plus the game was just awesome. See, I think we're all in agreement here. See, I think secretly the games press really liked... Well, the the, the Link fans are going to be the loudest, but I think the games press secretly just had it in for the Xbox or didn't really buy one. That's why they don't appreciate it so much because I do think that's the definitive version. And here we go with number one, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Yes, he did. I assure you I'm not trolling here. I love the hell out of this game. At it at the core, or wait, sorry. At the core, the bump, set, spike, volleyball game is simple and it works so well. The idea of collecting things appeals to a lot of gamers, myself included. Me too, Jake. Um, having to build relationships with other girls on the island in order to get them to partner with you was surprisingly in-depth. I agree, it was a lot, Jake. Um... In fact, I had a, a printed out game fact about each girl to find out uh, how to get the difficult ones. Changing outfits was amusing. The game was a sports game plus a Sims plus a dress-up game. And yes, the girls were beautiful. Oh, and I forget the casino. I should also mention that my wife loves this too. We got the game used and it didn't leave the Xbox for over a month if I remember correctly. Okay, that's it. I'm going to pass on the next top 10 for Sega CD because I've only played like three games on it. I had one, but I sold it in college. Weed and beer money was more important at the time, I guess. Thanks and be well, Jake. Cheers, man. P.S. Fred, if you're ever getting rid of your GameCube, haha, don't forget the video game Rescue Shelter, a.k.a. me. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that was intended for him, but you know what, Jake? I might actually have a buddy who wants to get rid of a GameCube, not for money, and... Uh, I will send it your way if I get it. So anyway, all right. Well, thank you guys. Um, so when we add it all up with the, the four people and the points, here are the results. Okay, and like last time, we have a lot of diversity here. So it actually is 12 games that are going to make up the list, uh, and that's only because of a tie. So, But we definitely you know, have a lot, of, uh, a lot of games on this list. So in a four-way tie... Uh, games uh, 12, 11, 10, and 9 are Metal Wolf Chaos, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Lynx 2004, and Panzer Dragoon Orta. Now, in the number uh, 8 through number... Let's see here. Looks like number 8 through number 5... Yep, number eight through number five is uh, another four-way tie, I believe. So here we go. Uh, and that's with Silent Hill 2, um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Outrun 2006, Coast to Coast, Jade Empire, and Halo Combat Evolved uh, in a one-two-two-way tie uh, for four and three is Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, 
and Dead or Alive 3. So Dead or Alive kind of takes it in conjunction for third place. Uh, number two is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And number one, with a bullet, is Soul Calibur 2. Clearly, it made almost everyone's top 10 and had the most points. So clearly, everyone was a big fan. So um, I want to thank everybody who wrote in. And uh, again, I'm going to try to get more people so we have less ties. I don't mind ties, but I think people want a definitive, you know, 10 to 1. And uh, the point system works, but it doesn't work if I don't get enough entries. So there's two ways to remedy that. One, and most importantly, is my fault. I need to get more entries in here, and I'm going to work to do that. But two, any of you out there who would like to enter, please do. Uh, and like every other contest we've done, there will be a a Sega CD game available for you to get uh, starting when we do it next month. Um, but uh, all right, now it's time for the fun part. So the people who are up for this award uh, or for the extra game are we've got Voss, Psy1, we've got Eric, and we've got Jake, but we additionally have um, a couple more people. Um, uh, it's Jesse... Um, Matt, I think Meredith or Merida, um, because of the Patreon. So I want to thank everybody for your contributions and whatnot. So with seven contestants, I got the good old D8 here. Hopefully we don't get an eight. If we do, I'll re-roll, and we will pick a winner. So here we go in no particular order, and... Oh, crap. Oh, it fell. I hope this didn't screw over anyone's chances. So whoever was going to win there, we're going to do this again. I'm going to keep it more controlled. Here we go. There we go. And six. Matt. Matt. Agent Gren. Congratulations. You are the winner. So if you don't mind contacting me, if you haven't already, and I will be contacting you, so watch for that. I have a beautiful copy of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. And even if you don't have an original Xbox, it does work on the 360. So I know you have a 360, so you're going to be good to go. Anyway, uh, well, I want to thank everybody for writing in. I want to thank everybody who's out there and say, uh, yeah, get ready for Sega CD. That's going to be the next top 10. We're going to get more people. Uh, please come out and do these top 10s where we decide a top 10 in Community 1. And thank you, everyone, for being out there. So in the meantime, this is Fred Rojas. Peace out.